This podcast is proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry. Hi, I'm Gordon Muller. I'm the guru in the Doc and Guru podcast. Thanks for being with us. For those of you who don't know me, I've spent over 40 years in the media industry in South Africa and uh, pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Shark supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media, marketing and money, but we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. I'm Doug Mateus, uh, the doc on the show. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know me, I've I spent 30 years in, in uh, various companies in South Africa uh, running uh, different marketing functions. And the last job I had, I was privileged in, uh, enough to work with a team that took uh, the brand to the fastest growing brand in South Africa in 2018 with a 47% year-on-year growth. So that was a great achievement uh, for the team and, and, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, from a personal point of view, I do a little bit of cycling uh, and also snow skiing. So we quite enjoy that. But again, uh, today's discussion is around all things marketing and media. Yep, that's right, Doc. All things marketing and media. No subject too big, no topic too small, no subject too hot to handle. Please get in touch with us on our Facebook page, follow us, like us, whatever it takes. We would love you to be involved with the show and uh, we really want to make it as inclusive and as energetic as I know this industry is capable of. Good morning, Gordon. How's it going? It's going well. Eh? I'm just uh, recovering from the shock of seeing Wing Ring last week without dreadlocks. I mean, it's, I, I feel like I've aged, let alone the poor Ike himself. Uh, we in no position to discuss dreadlocks or hairstyles at, no, our, no. at our age. We're just lucky to do what, whatever we do with our hair in the morning. Absolutely. And uh, yes, the mere fact that you've got any to play with is uh, is worthwhile. I mean, uh, we've got in, in studio today... Um, the original creative breed, and I mean original, the same two guys that started up together as a startup in 2011, one of whom is Ernest Nkosi and uh, his partner Enos Mantata. Um, when it comes to dreads, um, Ernie uh, is no mean uh, player in that regard, but he's got his dreads under, under cover today. But the good news is we're back in the studio with our guests. Yeah. So we've been doing Zooms, but our guys came in um, especially to do that. Only great to, to have you here and Enos as well. Yeah, good to see you after such a long, long, long time. Yeah, no, look, I've got some inside trading uh, <laughs> here that's going to come out. This is not going to be an easy morning for you, my brother. But, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, the kid from Katlong, literally. I mean, how, you know, did you get into, I mean, uh, a critically acclaimed music, I mean, a movie maker, Oscar Emmy nominated. We'll talk about that later on. And Enos, you've you've been through the journey uh, through there. But so, how did the kid from Katlehong and and you know the kid from were you also from Katlehong? Yeah, no, no, I'm from originally from Petersburg, but grew up in Pretoria. So okay, so there we go. Yeah. <laughs> how did you guys get into it? Why movie making? Whew, I think it's the only thing I've ever wanted to do since I saw Sarafina. You know, Serafina was the first first film I saw back then where the people looked like me. The streets were familiar to to my surroundings at the time. And I just fell in love with what I was seeing on screen. And for the longest time, I didn't understand that this was 
filmmaking. So I, I mean, I'd seen movies before, but sure. that had a, a, a strange impact on me. And I was lucky enough because I could play a little bit of rugby, went to JP Boys, and obviously with that access, you get to meet different people, get to be exposed to different things. And and through that, I was like, I always knew that that's that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to tell stories and mm. and. Um, after shortly after graduating, um, traveled a little bit, but then Soul Island at Island Davenport at the time gave me an opportunity to to show off my writing skills at at at, at Island Davenport, and yeah, just the rest is history. And and you know, so what did the two of you get together? I mean, how how did the collaboration begin? I think uh, it was always natural how we it was actually organic and natural how we met because. Um, what Ernest was doing in Johannesburg, I was sort of like doing in Pretoria. We were promote, yeah, uh, promoters of yeah, comedy. Of comedy, yeah. and we were creating content and telling stories you know, in the same way. And I think we collaborated on a, on a, on a movie called Triple O. Uh, and then after that, we I think we were in Cape Town, and we were just like, yeah, let's just do it. You know? mm. And we started doing it together. And then, yeah, I yeah. guess that's how the journey just kept on going to date. And you you talked about graduating, but you yeah. you graduated, I think, from film school. Um, yeah. You yeah. didn't have all your creative energy coming from JP. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was like enough to go to to after then DMAC in 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 Chicago, you know, and yeah, a little, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. But eventually, found my way back back home after, yeah, I guess retiring my rugby career. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I think you know that's uh, you know that's the great part about the show. You know, Gordon, through the uh, you know through the last year, we've had some really fantastic guests, and, and we've spoken. I'd like to think authentically about South Africa and its challenges and its ups and downs, and without yeah. sugarcoating it. So yeah, it's great to see a, a kid from you know I want to use that proverbial dusty streets. We're a bit of a cliche of Katlehong, but I mean to go to JP and to marry those two. You know, obviously mm. in preparing uh, for today's chat, you know, I read a lot about you, your background, and. And, uh, and the ability, and, and I guess that, that inherent self-belief of South Africans to say, I can do it, you know, to have the almost, I want to say the audacity, hmm. but it's really the self-belief of saying, I want to make something that's genuinely South African, uh, something that's in, in the language of, of, of South Africans, and, and, uh, and, and take it to the showcase. And I mean, to critical acclaim, you know, it really did yeah. well. Um, yeah. And again, well done. And that, uh, you know, that, that success continues, not just in filmmaking, but uh, in other parts of, of creativity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just quickly to, to bring our, uh, our listeners into, into the fold here. I mean, I mean, more recently, you've become uh, known for your work um, around, or, you know, building spinning as a, as, as a sport, as a cultural event, yeah. as a social event. Um, but your initial breakthrough, I think, came through from, from your movie, Tina Sobalili. Yeah. Um, tell us a bit about that. I mean, it was Oscar and Emmy nominated in 25. You were the South African entry for the best foreign film, yeah. New York Film Festival, Standing Ovation, Danny Glover Pan-African Award. I just have one question before you explain all that. Yeah. <laughs> just as a, and now Doug, you'll understand where I'm coming from. As a front row forward myself, <laughs> is it entirely appropriate that an old front row forward should be indulging in this sort of thing? Don't we normally leave this... <laughs> To the fly-offs and the scrum-offs and those oaks out there. Now I think I think cre- creativity is one of those things that, it, it, especially coming from where where I come from. Remember, I had to marry almost three different worlds. Coming from Katlong, coming to 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 a school like JP, and then 
getting out to see what's in the states so that's that's three different paradigms of shifting and in all of that you still have to find find yourself and your creative voice and all of that mm. so because of all of those experiences and all of those collective experiences because sometimes I still went back to Katron you know what I mean? mm. so the streets the streets the streets change the streets change when you're going 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 back home and then all of a sudden you find yourself in a completely different uh, environment in the in the states you know and you got to make make it work work there so you can imagine the creativity it takes to navigate all of those worlds together so I, I felt like if I could do if I could do that there's nothing I couldn't I couldn't come back home and do and Chicago is a great place to go yeah. I mean I, I of all the places I've visited in America I love Chicago and particularly mm. the music the music mm. scene there for me was incredibly yeah. vibrant but you know the, the streets of Pretoria are, are you know necessarily dusty they're paved with the trails of ox wagons how did <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't come into the creative world on an ox wagon bro no, 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 no. <laughs> so i thought i started i went to um so i was always a uh, even from i think from 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 high school uh, i was always into into art uh, i'm a painter originally uh, i'm a printmaker uh, that's what i graduated in so from high school i went to tut art campus and i graduated in fine and applied arts in painting and um and, and print and I wanted to take that so with all the artwork that I was doing I wanted to take that and turn it into moving pictures and that's how mm. I got to collaborate with these guys and paint pictures but real pictures and like you see them on the screen that that would reach a wider audience so so yeah I, I learned that skill there in Pretoria but obviously like you say like in Pretoria you can't there's not that it's not that type of world where there is um, where fine artists seen or, or, or filmmaking it's a big thing. It's it's, it's more basically it's more in Johannesburg than it is mm. in Victoria. So it was a very big struggle for me to try and try and drive filmmaking. I mean, I shot a little bit of a few movies. I shot uh, the the comedians and the, there was a comedy company called Comedy Society. We shot a little a few things, but it was always hard, and it was always easier for me if I could come this side and then learn from these guys because they were they started film, so incorporating fine arts and film and trying to make moving pictures. So yeah. that's how. Just, Ernie, tell us a bit about that, Tina, because it's a remarkable story, and 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 we also want to hear a bit about you know you yeah. you kind of went around the world punting it, yeah. but I mean, you pretty much funded the whole thing yourself. Yeah, you, you directed it, you produced it, you co-wrote it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's it's an amazing story, uh, you know, in itself. Yeah, the story uh, the story of Tina is literally about a brother and a brother and sister. A sister falls in love with a. With an older older man, and the brother tries to to stop that, and in the spoiler alert, um, ends up losing his life in the process of that. You know, which was a little bit loosely based on my relationship with my sister at at at, at, at points, and a little bit of that that struggle, but also lived experiences and people you've seen a lot of the, uh, like. You know, what I mean, it was an important film to do because we. For me, I needed to do that before I turned turned thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like a like a, a challenge to myself that I need to have made my first feature by that time. So while at Island Davenport and working on various projects, literally we saved ninety percent of our check went into saving up for for those funds. Mm-hmm. And then I think at the time I was still doing stuff for my masters. So the distribution portion of that was my paper for 
for my masters mm. and then yeah I, I decided to finish finish the the project and yeah it, it, we didn't we didn't think it would be it would be that big mm. literally f- if five people saw that would have been been fine, <laughs> fine <laughs> with it, yeah. you know but yeah, yeah we, we just ran away we just ran away from the first festival we showed in, in the states it just took off and yeah, yeah and and yeah, and the rest is, is, is history. And we literally we traveled to, I think, eight or nine countries with it, mm-hmm. literally campaigning for yeah. an Oscar and a Glow Cold. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it sounds crazy saying it now, like, but it is. But I think that's the point we were making earlier, you know. Sometimes, you know, things are crazy, Gordon. And we've had guests on here who, by their own admission, have done so called crazy. It's so crazy, it may just work. You yeah, know, you yeah. get yep. to the yes. point, in a, and it's an inherent self-belief, you know, and obviously mm. talent and backed mm. up. I mean, mm. you need you need inherent talent. I'm just mm. talking about, you know, a lot of people have got talent, but they just lack that extra bit of drive or determination. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, your latest, your project uh, of last year now, yeah, an, an ordinary people. Yeah. You're talking about the world of spinning. So let's yeah. uh, let's just touch on that and and talk about what's what's happening with with that movie. So what we try to do with this is we're trying to get back into to Oscar contention, obviously because we opened at the beginning of this year in Park City at Slam Dance. If you know anything about Slam Dance and Sundance, it's quite quite the thing. And we, we completely dominated it at Sundance and yeah. were booked to a further nine festivals and then COVID hit and then we had to slow down all our our plans for for for, yeah. <laughs> for, for that, for 2020. And then like, okay, cool. Maybe let's get into to next year's hustle yeah. um but now what we've done is we're in the process of creating our own platform for spinning we've literally got a you know, like a captive audience of two million people that we've collected over the years yeah. and we're creating this digital platform that we're gonna release the film on and now you can see bmw recently have embraced the sport uh they're releasing a limited edition three three thirty so we got, we're going to try and get involved with mm. that story. And yeah, like it's the, the world of spinning has never been more exciting now. Red Bull is in. Yeah. Um, to get BMW's endorsement is, you don't need more than that. That's, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you that because, I mean, that gushishi of old is so synonymous with the sport of spinning yeah. um, yeah. that you'd almost, and I, and I mean, I as a, as a marketing guy, Thought at long and hard because a few years ago we actually made it a, a TV commercial um, using uh, spinning as, as one of the one of the scene setters and and, yeah. and that and I mean at that stage we were talking about sponsorship of not of, of the TV commercial but of the sport you know would BMW endorse it or is it seen to be controversial still dangerous yeah. unregulated yeah. all the rest of it and then you know brands that are more edgy the monster Red Bull yeah. uh, was an obvious one for us so yeah. so you're saying that Red Bull's involved now and, and BMW I mean I've seen yeah. their, their latest work that came out a few weeks ago yeah. they're, they're very South African ad as opposed yeah. to the, the Eurocentric yeah. stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I think I think like for, for you to understand that sport you have to understand what that car Maybe. means yeah. to to the culture yeah. it's more than a car it's a it's a a symbol of of having made it yeah. you know yeah. the guys can spin yeah. any other cars but yeah. that car specifically mm. has a cultural touch point you'll see it in the you'll see it in the music videos you'll, mm. you you it's 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 a part of 
culture, like yeah. like yeah. the old school Mustang and, yeah. and, and yeah. GT five hundred is in the states. Mm. That's our that's our kusheshe. Yeah. And for BMW to recognize that to only release at three thirty mm. is here, mm. that's a very 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 big yeah. nod to what the culture has done. And those perceptions are. Uh, old that it's a gangster sport no. and, and is it changing? Eh? It, it's, it's beyond change. Yes. The, it? the yeah, sport's yeah. been officially le- legal since yeah. 2010. Yeah. Since 2010, like you have codes. Yeah. It's done in arenas. Yeah. You have to have jock. You have to have licenses. Yeah. You have like all your drivers. Yeah, like it's yeah. It's the country's biggest motorsport. Yeah, I, d- I actually I didn't know that. Couldn't you know? I read up. Obviously, preparing for this podcast is I didn't realize that it was as regulated as that and, and and i don't know if enough work has been done to break that stereotype you know no. to to the communications you know no. what i mean i know you guys are in the creative space yeah. to say to people listen you know it's it's a sport it's regu- it's regulated it's by the by the motor mm. body yeah it's not just a as you say a gangster yeah. hobby on a friday night you know what i mean um so yeah it's just interesting i guess more work should be done to, to tell people listen yes. it's an acceptable i want to say a mainstream sport it's the biggest watch motorsport in the country yes 100 percent. but here's here's the thing now for us to change our agency to to focus solely on this think about it it's taken us four years to make this feature film yeah we've made it so so good that it, it's it's we're trying to get into the world's biggest festivals and compete for mm. another Oscar. We've literally shifted our entire processes for the world of spinning. Mm. We've spent seven years cultivating and developing an audience. We've got our own podcast. We've got our own media outlets. Mm. We've got a we've got an entire ecosystem. Mm. You know what I mean? Like like uh, two two million people strong. Mm. We had a show on e- we had a show on ETV that averaged a million viewers. Uh, oh, sorry, I get too passionate about it. <laughs> no, there's no such thing as too passionate on this show, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? So those are the games we've done for, for spinning, just to show that whenever, because the biggest thing is like, ah, I don't know if anyone would watch it. Yeah. Now I'll quickly pull up the arrows and say, okay, show me any other programming in this country that averages those type, type of numbers. numbers. Yeah. We've got more numbers in the news. Yeah. <laughs> but, this is, but this is one of the issues, you know, that we addressed last week uh, chatting to Wing Wing as well. Is that my concern is that there's still this diversity barrier. Yeah. Um, you, you've got a double whammy. You've got to get, up, get beyond the numbers. And once you've got the numbers, you've got the next barrier, which is the mindset of yeah. the people placing the ad. So, yeah. um Cause the FM, they've got yeah. the numbers, yeah. but they are still, relatively speaking, under-supported. So, yeah. mm. you know, is there enough investment in diversity in, in, in filmmaking? You're listening to The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media. No, 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 no. I don't think, and that's the, that's the biggest challenge that we, we're faced with all the time, is that how do we communicate all these things so that we can all speak the same language? I mean, if marketers want to play in South Africa and talk to the South African people, talk to them right, you know what I mean? And touch the, touch, touch, touch where, where you know that if I say this thing, it's not going to be uh, misunderstood. It's going to be, it's going to hit the, the sweet spot and be asked to be able to communicate and really do good things. And in spinning, that's what we've been trying to do as well and trying to talk to everybody and say, guys, We've got the we've got the the blueprint. We've done a podcast. We've got a TV show. All the formats you can think of mm. are content. This mm. is how it is. But it's still it's still a big challenge in mm. terms of they know it, mm. 
Mm. Funny thing is that anybody that you talk about spinning, they know it. Yeah, yeah. But mm. if you say this is what's happening in this world, mm. they get shy away from it. And mm. We don't know. It's just another, you know. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. crazy. But which is which is such a such an ode to BMW for doing what they did because yeah. Yeah. that literally gave us the the stamp of approval yeah. to be able. It gave us a corporate stamp of approval. Yeah, yeah. approval. Especially, yeah. you know, I, I want to say a conservative multinational, and I don't think that's entirely fair to say that for BMW, but certainly, you know, if I look at some brands, they, they're perhaps a bit more racy, excuse the pun, uh, to, and, and out there to, to do something. And, and so it is great. And I think, you know, I, I, and I'm just not sure whether um, part of the mystique and part of the intrigue of, of spinning isn't targeted at a specific market. In other words, you don't want it to be too mainstream. In other yeah. words, if you and yes. I, Gordon, look forward to a Friday evening of spinning, I don't think it'll be cool for the for the youngsters. You know what I mean? That's like, yeah, so yeah. you've got to marry. It's always important to, you know, and, and in working with sponsors, and, you know, so often I'd get sponsorship proposals across my desk that had no thought. It was just cut and paste. Yeah. You know what I mean? But why don't you, you know, not you guys, I'm talking yeah. in general now, you marry the like type of sponsor with the like type of sponsorship with the like type of audience so that you've got a you know you've got a, a maybe smaller yeah. but it's targeted as opposed to absolutely mainstream where um you know and i look at some of the mainstream sports i look at football uh, cricket and 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 say rugby in south africa they themselves are not that yeah. well attended now i'd be yeah. interested to see some of those numbers against the numbers that that i've read up on yeah, on, on your side yeah, it's, it's yeah. interesting because you know it's besides better. the chiefs uh, uh, <laughs> derby the chiefs bars derby There's a lot of those yeah. never ever those guys I mean, yeah, let, let me tell you <laughs> tell you real real story real story we 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 had we had an event in Numbi, literally Numbi Gate, next to the Kruger, two kilometers away from the Kruger National Park mm-hmm. Gate, sold out, like completely sold out. I'm talking standing room only, and uh, ten kilometers down the road, uh, there was uh, Orlando Pirates, yeah, uh, Sundowns, Sundowns and Sundowns and uh, Aces, uh, Sundowns and Aces, yeah. uh, Aces thing. We still. We everybody's worried. Oh no, we're not going to bring. Yeah, yeah. We filled out like standing room, standing room only, and talking about spinning as a mainstream thing for, uh, like you said, older gentlemen like you enjoying uh, spinning. Spinning is that sport. He's talking to when, you, Doc, not me. <laughs> Just look at it. Don't look at me when you say that, Ernie. <laughs> spinning is literally it encompasses the youngest of viewers to the I've got the stats I've got the numbers <laughs> it's just we get earmuffs when, <laughs> when we go there you know it's like going to Formula 1 no, you no, get no, given no, a no. set of earmuffs it's a family sport it's a family yeah. sport but you see like you see families you see a mother child yeah. father cooler box yeah. they come in for a day out to yeah. watch car spinning yeah. you know and to Ernest what he was talking about the, the average in, in terms of numbers the Sundowns game and Pumalanga Bengals is can only, only it's, a, it's a normal normal PSL game. Yeah. Um, it averaged about four thousand people in yeah. a, in a ninety in a sixty thousand seater. Yeah. We were in a twelve thousand seater. We, we managed to fill about about just we were capacity. We were capacity. Capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And we were turning people away at the uh, gate. At the gate. Yeah. You know. So right now, I think we are equal grounds. We can challenge them. We can challenge football confidently, saying so. Uh, Online, if we if we all put our st- in the way in the way things now have been have been curated yep. content, mm-hmm. I think we at the starting blocks with everybody, and we, we are one of the biggest in terms of like audience, audience and people that are very interested. Unmatched, 
like like audience wise, wise like I'm um, that confidence yeah. that I will I will literally put my 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 head on the block here. Say yeah. audience wise, there's nothing that competes with spinning yeah. in this country. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Now, how do guys? I mean, say I wasn't aware of the podcast. Say I want to be part of the conversation. How do I get a hold of you guys? Do you have a, a social platform? Do you have a web? Yeah. How do I get part of the conversation? So so on 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 Facebook, it's it's spin sessions. It's literally fine spin sessions. We've got, I think it's four seasons of, four se- of podcast. Yeah, yeah, four seasons of mm-hmm. of podcast. Um, you can get a hold of me on on Twitter. I'm quite active on Twitter. I'm on uh, same name Ernest Ngosi on all platforms. Uh, LinkedIn. I just joined LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> Just trying to be a professional. Yeah, very. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I can attest to to Ernie's power on uh, on Twitter because I followed him the other day and he followed me back. As a consequence of yeah. which, I've got another twenty followers, Ernie, yeah. and uh, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for them to actually have a closer look at my picture and realize what they've signed up for. But bless them for their enthusiasm, anyway. But just to come back to something more more serious, um, to a degree, the. Uh, you know, the Tina film was almost ahead of its time. Yeah. If we look at, you know, GBV, gender-based violence mm. now, is there is there a, a remake? Is there another creative theme mm. around that? I mean, now's the time to you yeah. know, to address the issues. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me tell you what happened with Tina. So what we, we, we created a schools program around Tina. That's why cinemas, we ended up doing the type of numbers that we did with that. And we created a school program where kid, we busted in kids from different schools all around the country, all around the country, they watched Tina, and then we had counselors speak to them right after about what 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 they saw. Mm-hmm. Subsequently, that audience um, moved on, and then when I think Tina played on Women's Women's Day, Women's Day this year. this this year, yes, that conversation with those kids started up again mm-hmm. in those groups that we. And did you have a sponsor it. for that? Because no, I mean, we, that, so, that okay, all so out anybody of is listening out here. This is really something uh, that was all out of pocket. Our, our that's own pockets. Yeah. Okay, and that really yeah. upsets me, guys. Any yeah. of you listening out there, please contact me or the doc um, if you uh, have a disposition to to do something in this space yeah. because yeah. it's a really powerful yeah. film. And yeah. the kind of workshops you're talking about yeah. for me would have enormous potential. No, we cr- we. we we with Nazrek uh, during during the school holidays. Yeah. We partnered with the Department of Education, and Nazrek had screenings in those in those, those sessions. Some of the stories, month. yeah, Youth yeah. Month. Mm-hmm. Some of those stories that came out of there, like I'm still getting goosebumps yeah, from thinking about it because, yeah. mm-hmm. like we we have a really hurt country, man. Like, yeah. uh, absolutely. Film, yeah. The film is a very important film, and I, and, I, and I think when we made it, we were saying that. We want to show it to as many people, people as possible, possible. Yeah. and that was the reason why it came out the way it came out because it came from the people anyway yeah. the people are the ones that inspired the form so mm. we just mm. used our skills to yeah. tell a story like that you know and, mm. and 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 even today like when i see it on i mean we did this movie like four or five years ago this year some of my cousins and my family members when they saw it they're still calling me like yeah. wow, wow. Yeah. this yeah. is your movie i'm like yo this movie and you're saying like relevance like it's so relevant today. Absolutely. Yeah. If you were yeah. to re-release it again, it's an important piece of mm. form to speak to what's happening, mm. to raise some of the things that's happening because mm. it still happens in a very, very big way, and it's yeah. and it's shied away from, and that's why we. That's why he says that we're a very, very hurt country. Yeah, yeah. it's it's sad in a way that you know you almost and, and again great from a, a filmmaker creativity perspective that you've got longevity on your on your movie, but mm. the sad part of it is you've got longevity on on a, on a movie that that. 
talks about the hurt, you know, you'd, yeah. you'd hope as I guess, and, and you know, you looked at, at the president through the COVID announcements and the last few was very much focused, uh, you know, obviously touched on COVID, but certainly gender-based violence. Again, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like it's a new concept. It's unfortunately not new. Mm. And sadly, I'd, uh, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think we've seen the end of the road, you know. No. So yeah, as again, you know, as we say, we always want to be too somber about these things, but you know, there's a time for seriousness and a time for play. Yeah, and I think the time for seriousness is to is to use different skills with its song, mm. industrial theatre, movie, yeah. humour, uh, to to look at the the parts that, and certainly filmmaking and storytelling, there's always got a place, you know, Gordon, in yeah. terms of uh, of talking about the ills of society yeah. and uh, and how we how we move on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you look at Sarah, sorry, sorry, sorry. If you look at Sarafina, how a lot of how the country is today, Sarafina showed so many things that were happening back then that it it influences the political structure of South Africa in what we know South Africa to be today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. That was then, and you'd think that they would take the arts a bit more seriously in terms mm. of the voice that it plays, the role that art plays in South Africa yeah. at, as, as, as a voice to heal yeah. some of the stuff that we went through. But if, you, if it's not happening, as, as mm. often as we'd, we'd like to, yeah. or, or as serious as it should be happening. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. And uh, um, just, you know, to come off the somber note slightly, obviously, you know, you've got to pay for the bread and butter. You guys are still making TV commercials. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, is that an active kind of creative expression for yeah. you, or is that just the bread and butter? Or is there some joy and creative expression there as well? I, I think that it's definitely joy and creative, creative expression. Mm-hmm. The, the the big bonuses we get paid uh, a decent check at the end of the day, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm an admin through through and through. I really enjoy solving solving a creative problem, and if it comes out with a commercial at the end of it, it it's great because it also helps you practice. Mm-hmm. Like our film, our film now wouldn't be in the shape that it's at had we not had the practice and also had the ability to work with different practitioners and and, and professionals that you like yo. When I'm doing my own stuff, I need you to bring that flavor to yeah. uh, to this. Speaking of flavor, yeah. I mean, two questions we're going to wrap up now. You know, just uh, but again, encourage anybody who's listening out there to to contact us uh, or contact uh, um, Enos and Ernie at uh, Original Creative Breed and, and and engage with them. Particularly, again, I just want to reemphasize the the opportunity to sponsor the. Uh, uh, the outreach program, you know, spinning yeah. off the movie there, if you'll pardon the expression. But um, two things, Ernie. One, I'm going to ask you to give you some thought to, you know, advice to young people who want to break into the movie scene in South Africa. And the other one is just for you to kind of explain to me, you once described yourself as a God-fearing Rastafarian. What does that actually mean, bro? Just need some help there, yeah. No, uh, it, means, it, means, it means exactly that, you know, being... Being aware aware of your purpose, yeah, you know, I'm lucky enough to f- to have discovered mine quite early. You know, like I'm also I'm also smart enough to to look back and realize that I, I would not be where I am where I am today had not been for a higher power power guiding guiding me. You know, you know I me mean? like I, it's, it's 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 very important to always remember that you are not bigger than what is actually happening mm-hmm. and that you are there to be an elevator for somebody else to to come out of their situation mm-hmm. because a lot a, a lot of people have sent down an elevator for me so that when when I'm here now it's my duty to do the same for someone else yeah yeah 
And and advice there, and I mean, we, we've had some great people on the show talking about purpose as, yeah. a, as a director for young yeah. people. I mean, you know, so you, you're nodding. I mean, is that something that's important to encourage young people to discover their purpose? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's very because then the, the, the sooner you know, the better for you. And the more experience you get in, the more hours you get in. And that informs how you grow and how you handle things going forward. I mean, it's a very expensive exercise, passion, and and, and, and all that stuff, but you have to grow like thick skin. We, we always say that if, <laughs> if you don't have thick skin, you will not survive the game. So to, to the young kids, like you, you have to have to really like, yeah. just put in the time and put in what it requires yeah. against all odds. I mean, some days are very dark days and, and you think you want to quit, but yeah, yeah you just got to carry on. I don't know how else <laughs> to say it, but I, I think, I think the best thing that happened for me was I had, I had a, a teacher tell me that I should during those great time, great ten periods and mm. trying to figure out what you wanna what you wanna do and whatnot. And I went and had a discussion with with the teacher and it was whether I should do something that I, I want to do, whether it's not gonna pay me any money or not or because I love to do it. Yeah. And they encouraged me to do that and told me if I do that I'll never work a day in my life. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I did that and at the beginning it was not great. I worked for 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 nothing. I mm. I stayed at um, garages so I could be be on time for the five a.m. call. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I did yeah. I did stuff like that. I, I mm. sacrificed a lot of a lot of my time, but I'm I'm glad I did because I I I'm in a position where people actually think my voice is worth. Yeah. Worth something, yeah. and it's because I've endured the struggles of mm. of not having a voice, developing a voice, creating a voice, mm. having your voice uploaded. So it's 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 yeah. Don't chase the money if you want to be in the in the film industry. If you're chasing for fame, it'll come quickly, and then what are you gonna do afterwards? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's great though, you know, and and I think sadly enough, through my career, you work with a lot of people who are. N- searching and yearning you know they never mm. find uh, they they're not sure you know and sometimes they get put into something uh, by accident or because their parents guided them or whatever the case may be and uh, you know at the end of the day they they kind of they're, they're, they're always on that treadmill of i want to almost unhappiness but certainly mm. the the searching for now again you know in the creative and i've worked with a lot of creative guys is is to also handle in those you know the rejections if you look at you know yeah. everyone looks at the final product the the movie the mm-hmm. ad the radio mm-hmm. the ad whatever the mm-hmm. case may be mm-hmm. but it's all those no's mm-hmm. that you don't see and again you know my my bit of advice just in closing gordon and i'll hand over to you uh, is to th- thank you guys uh, very much for your time but just for the young guys out there who want to get into any space where you're selling an idea a concept a perception uh an opinion is to understand that somebody else may not have that same opinion Mm -hmm. and they may say, no, the work isn't bad. Mm. The work is great on another day, perhaps. Mm. It's timing, audience, whatever timing, whatever the case may be. But it's to be able to handle, as you say, thick skin, handle the nose and still keep going. Because Mm. if you fall, if you quit and you fold on the first no, you're gonna you're gonna really be the wrong (laughs) excuse the pun, the wrong movie. So from our side, guys, thanks very much. Um to our audience out there always uh as we always say, get part of the conversation. I mean, the guys are active on, on various platforms. Uh, be part of it. Be part of the conversation. Learn about it. If you know about spinning, get more involved. If you don't, find out. And I mean, Gordon, I'm going to hand over to you to, to close out today. Yeah, great. I mean, Ernie, you know, thanks for, for coming in, guys. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate 
appreciate in these times positive messaging for for, for young folks who want to break in. Um, you're absolutely right. I mean, I've been in the advertising industry for 40 years, yeah. and, and and you know I would never have survived uh, for more than 40 years without actually enjoying what I do. Mm, it's it's, yeah. it's critical, and you can tell when you're not enjoying a job. Your, your your productivity dips, the quality of your work dips. Yes, it all yes. just tanks. So you've you've got to be on top of the game. It's been brilliant. I'm still not convinced that front row forward should be involved <laughs> in this kind of activity. I think we leave that to the fly halves. But Ernie, great. We're looking forward to seeing you guys up there on the on the red carpet at Oscars again. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much. Yeah. And so that was another episode of the Doc and the Guru. Please don't uh, forget to get a hold of us on Facebook, like us, follow us, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And then from my side, you can get a hold of me on LinkedIn, Dr. Doug Matanz. I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond. And hopefully we can bring that into the show. Thanks, Doc. And it's uh, Gordon Miller, the guru, signing off. Thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today. You can pick up the discussion with me on my Twitter handle, at Mzanzi Media. And I'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show. And take us at our word. This is really going to be an open forum. There are no subjects that are taboo. And we'd love to have some of the younger, more under-listened, if that's the correct phrase, uh, voices to join us uh, in this discussion. Thanks for your time. The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry.